Hello and welcome to 88.9 The Bridge. My name is Gil and I am joined with Evan and Azad for another week of Power Predictions. This week we've got a lot of past weeks in football. Next week we're going to go over some games and we've got fantasy, wire, trade, whatever, whatever you want to talk about on that. But we also got some basketball to end it out. But to get it started with week five, we have... The Cowboys losing Dak Prescott. Zod, I know I'm, you're a huge Cowboys fan. What do you have to say about that? Yeah, I'm a huge Dak Prescott fan, and the injury did not look good. It, it looks really bad. So my thoughts and prayers go out to Dak and his family. But the Cowboys' defense, in my opinion, it did step up in the second half, but it's just a, it's just a horrible defense, and I cannot, I cannot stand the defense. It's, it's literally ranked 32nd in the league. And but I'm 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 more than satisfied with the offense. I like Zeke on Saturday. The Giants, you guys might not believe this, but in terms of yards, the Giants are a top five defense. They rank fifth. That is. And true. then and then wow. Zeke lit, lit him up with 91 yards, two touchdowns. C.D. Lamb, I think he's a rising star. He had 128 receptions. It's pretty good. I love him as a target. Cooper takes the the number one guy. Gallops, Gallops are like Gallops like our 50-50. Deep ball. Oh, for those of you guys listening, I'm a Cowboy fan, so I know. That's why I say my. My question, my next question is, how hard was it for Andy Dalton to not let this game slip away from him? Like, do you think he had a hard job coming in, or do you think he just kind of wrapped it up? I think he did pretty good, actually. I think he did. He went 9 for 11, 111 yards, 108 passing rating. He did have that fumble, which is like, you know. Yeah, that but... was – I heard it was just like – it wasn't really all his fault. It was some of the center's fault, too, so yeah. you can't blame that on him. And there's a lot of pressure on him, right? He went – off the bench, like probably not fully warmed up, not ready to play, to going in next mm-hmm. play. And he did pretty good. He stepped up. and He, he made a up. really close throw to Michael Gallup. That was on the money. Yeah. Michael Gallup had two huge there. receptions in the game-winning drive. The, so, yeah. The good so, news I have is, a question yeah. for you. All right. Yeah. How do you feel the Cowboys season is going to end up after watching that week, seeing Dak Prescott go down, but also seeing how they played? How do you think the rest of their season's going to turn out? Well, well, obviously, I think we're going to get the division because, you know, a horrible division, a horrible, embarrassing division. And I think we're going to lose first round in the playoffs. Unless we make any changes. What do you think the Cowboys record is going to be? 10 and 6. Just because they have the 27th um, strength of schedule. They're tw- they have the 27th easiest. Yeah. Or no, but, the 5th the easiest. 5th easiest. 27th part. Yeah, I, 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 I see that the Cowboys have easy schedule. They have an easy division. But I just don't know if they'll pull out ten wins. I think at best they'll be a seven and nine team because yeah, because if you look at the stats, they have beaten two teams who are combined zero and ten. That is just absolutely <laughs> terrible. Okay. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, Nothing, I don't want to defend them. They're not, I can't defend them. They're not good. Yeah, not okay, as good do. as I want them. But like at the same time, they they have such a crappy division that they still have a chance. And and they they have two wins. Like they're winning their division. So you can you cannot say that they're like that. You can't say that they're. A, a terrible team because they still have two wins, but but they're not a good team either. Yeah. Okay, and you right, also yeah, never like that. to foresee an injury, but having Andy Dalton for a backup, backup. the Cowboys is insane. I mean, the years of experience he had in Cincinnati. Great. It was a great pickup. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, imagine yeah, I having it's... like two pretty. I mean, an amazing stellar quarterback in Dak, but having a great quarterback with tons of years of experience. I mean, experience wasn't an issue for him coming in, right? It was just jitters. Yeah, I think that's what you—that's what you want from a backup quarterback, in my opinion. He's the perfect backup quarterback. He got years. I think he's had some playoff experience. He's had—he's all out, had a couple winning seasons. He's pretty good. 
he's kind career of like wise, Nick but he's Paul, a little old now. Nick Foles situation, Carson Wentz. Yeah, maybe he's a whole different story. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anything else we have to say for this Giants Cowboys game before we move on? No, I think we hit hit swats. Okay. And the nail biter up next: Seahawks. Russell Wilson getting it done once again. When I was watching this game. I, I, it wasn't even a surprise to me. It was just, I, I knew he was going to get it done 94 yards away. I mean, I was first. That was, yeah. I, I didn't have much surprise. I thought that they were going to win, right? As yeah. Russell Wilson got it. It was, I, I feel like it doesn't matter who the Seahawks play. Like, even if they're playing the Jets, it's going to be a nail biter game. Or you, even if they play like the Chiefs, they'll still be a close nail biter game. And it's just, as a Seahawks fan, it's kind of stressful, but it's so fun to watch every week. Yep. And I think that, I think that Seahawks, they, they, they just got it going too late. I feel like the defense really struggled to stop the run game, which they really haven't struggled with all year, so I'm not that concerned about that. They did, again, struggle passing game with Adam uh, Thienen, but they didn't do bad against the second Justin Jefferson. But I'm just most concerned for the Seahawks is the, the possession they had the ball. They did not have the ball in the first half at all. We had three possessions. Russell Wilson threw the ball seven times. That's just not like yeah. – if, if the Vikings somehow did that, game. Yeah. I texted game. I texted Evan because I wasn't home for the first half. I go, Evan, what happened? Why is or was it you, Evan? Yeah, it was or, me, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, why is Russell through it seven times? He's like, we only had the ball a couple times. Yeah, and it's I, just, it it just doesn't make sense. And, and then we, and then we the worst. And then we came out of the half and we ran the ball three times in a row and got nine yards. We couldn't even get the first down. It just it took us a long time to get going, but then. It's it's the turnovers. The Seahawks got key turnovers with that uh, KJ Wright. I think KJ Wright. He got the interception. Chris Carson with that thirty yard touchdown on it. Just it slowly came together. But the Seahawks really need to start picking it up like they didn't in the first couple of games of the Seahawks, uh, um, season because I haven't really seen that from them. Dalvin Cook was running all over the Seattle defense the first two quarters, like you're saying, Evan. Yeah. I mean the in run Madison. game was established, and even when that backup Madison. Like we're we're gonna talk about in fantasy, he's another good waiver wire pickup. I mean, he was yeah. still able to establish the run game late in the season. Yeah, I agree. Really good. He 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 almost yeah. looks like Delvin Cook, just a little yeah. different play style. Delvin Cook is more agility to move left and right, and get past defenders. Madison's a really good strong running back who can run through players. So I like both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the Seahawks, I think, I believe going sec- into the game, they were second and third in run defense, meaning they have a really good run defense. And so Minnesota just ran it on them. So I think that's where they got in a hole with time of possession. And you were yeah, talking about the possessions. Exactly. I think that's – they dug themselves in a hole. But then, you know, when you got Russell Wilson and D.K. Metcalf, who's – by the DK way, D.K. Metcalf. Metcalf is amazing. He's an amazing – Top three wide receiver in the league, I think. I wouldn't say top three yet, but I'd say top five. I'd say – I'm in front of fit. him? Oh, I'm taking – Juju. <laughs> what? Probably. Juju? No way, yeah, dude. Maybe, dude. <laughs> I'm saying maybe. No. Juju's a top 32 wide receiver in the league. No. <laughs> top 15. Okay, okay I want to hear Azad. Who are the – I mean, it, you're going to you're gonna think it's wrong, but I'm no, going to give a, you off I the top of my head. Yeah. So, uh, I, I'll, obviously, at number one, I have Hopkins. Yeah. Right? That, that's, pr- that's pretty respectable. He's been pretty good um, yeah. with the Cardinals this year. It obviously suits Perfect. him. Julio. And then I don't I don't want to order my next three. Should I try? Wait, should I say healthy or just should I just say? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Okay. So obviously I got Julio too. Mm-hmm. No. And I'm yeah. not gonna give you. An, I'm not gonna yeah. give you an order. I'm not giving you an order. Okay. And I'm gonna give you based off just this year. 
And then I'm going to give you St- Diggs, Stefan Diggs. Yes, I like Diggs. I agree with that. Okay. And then I'm going to give you – Then I'm going to give you Amari Cooper. Then I'm going to give you DK Metcalf. Yeah, I want to say one thing. DK Metcalf is very consistent. DeAndre Hopkins has, has a couple games with like 30 yards and like five catches. Like that's terrible. Nobody wants that. But DK Metcalf, every single game of the season, he has had over 90 yards in, in at least one touchdown. He has five touchdowns in five weeks. So I want to say, though, DK Metcalf, um, I have seen him in games where he only catches the ball like two, three times, but they are big plays, so the yards add up. But he only makes like two, three plays. They're huge plays, but – yeah, not I, as many receptions yeah, as like DeAndre or Amari Cooper or. You I know, but I don't think receptions. I don't think receptions mean as much as yards. I think so I'd much rather get more yards and less receptions. I think receptions mean a lot. I've been seeing on a fantasy standpoint, Tyler Lockett has been getting little to no points. The past he's Buster Boom. He's he's not yeah. consistent. Why, why is that? Do you think Seattle has so many targets that they can throw to? DK? Yeah, they have. They have three really good tight ends. They have Hollister, Will Disley, and um, do you think DK still likes throwing to him? He just has so many targets in a game. He can't always target Tyler Lockett in specific. Yeah, I, still I think... mean, I don't really know. Sorry. That's actually a good question. I, I, that's what do you have as odd? Because I, I don't really know how to answer that. I, I, I'm gonna be straight honest. I've been saying I just don't think Tyler Lockett's like that dynamic of a wide receiver. He's an amazing toe tap, to, like sideline catch. He's an amazing route runner. I just don't see him like a yards after the catch type of guy like DK Metcalf. Yeah, I agree. I agree. A beast. Okay, okay. I, I say we should move on to the predictions for Definitely. next week. All right. Yeah, let's do week six. What do you guys want to start with here? I'm saying maybe little Bucks Packers action, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. Yeah. Two of the best um, backs probably in the decade. What are you guys saying for this game? This, this is going to be – it's either going to be a blowout by the Packers or it's going to be a close game and Bucks will take it. I, I, gosh, I want to go, I want to go with the Buccaneers, but I just don't see anyone stopping the Packers right now. They're just, they're just such a good team with Aaron Jones and Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams comes back. That's the, that's the, the best trio in the league besides the Seahawks trio, in my opinion. The Seahawks trio for, sorry, what position do you say? Russell Wilson, um, DK Metcalf and Chris Carson. Those two. Um, mm. so I think yeah. those two are the best two in the league. I'm not going to put him in order. But the Russell to DK? What? Russell to DK? Yeah, and Chris Carson as a running back. Like, those three yeah. the main offensive positions, they're just – Packers have just as good. And, yeah, I just – Also, when is Alan Lazard coming back, mixing him in the equation? That's just – Yeah, stick about that. Worse right there. I mean, and Alan Lazard isn't even that great of a wide – I mean, he's a really good wide receiver, but he's been – He's great. He's a lot. Would you say when he gets – when they get him back that they're definitely a top playoff contending team? Yeah. The Packers? I think they already they are. are they already it. are. I think they already are. How much is a hit to them with Alan Lazard out, or do they have enough with Aaron Jones? I, I don't think it's a huge hit, to be fair. I don't think Alan Lazard is just as good as everyone thinks he is. I just think he they set up the play so well that he gets almost easy receptions, and I think anyone can do that, not just Alan Lazard. Okay. Yeah, so Devontae Adams practiced, and I think he's going to be obviously number one. Yeah, he played one game, and he did incredible. Oh, my gosh. He had 41 fantasy points. and He is scary on the court. So, on the field. so oh, we said, are we saying Packers are winning this one? Not yeah, by I'm a go I, 
even though I'm going to be taking the Bucks in this one. Really? So, I'm going to be taking the Bucks. Yeah. I think okay. the Packers are due for a loss. I think Tom Brady – I think Tom Brady's always had the better of Aaron Rodgers every time they go up against each other. And I just – I just I, I really like Ronald Jones, and I think Mike Evans is a beast. And yeah, I think yeah. – um, they, yeah. they need Godwin and Fournette back, and then they'll have yeah, they'll have a better chance of winning. And Ronald but, Jones is still sustaining that offense. But let's head on to the next game. Ending on that, we've got Browns and Steelers, two really great teams, two contending teams. Who do we have for this one? Well, I'm gonna take the Steelers because they've looked so good. That they haven't played. Okay, I take that back. I was gonna say the Browns are undefeated and they're keeping that up, but they have not played good teams all year. They they just I agree. There's no, there's no. They've played the Texans one and four. They've played, the, the, the they've they the teams again. They've played against their record. They only have two wins out of. But this is four teams. Like that's this terrible. is tricky because this the Steelers have played horrible teams too. The Giants, Broncos, Texans, and Eagles. Yeah, but okay, for this game, stuff. I'm gonna go with the Browns. The Browns have looked really good this year. Okay, before everyone makes their prediction, listen to this. NFL.com ranks the Browns first at rushing, but the Steelers first in defense. Yeah, so and, obviously and, it's going to be a great matchup. But they're saying that the Browns have a better defense than this. I mean, a better offense, excuse me, than the Browns, the Steelers. So Browns are 10th in offense and Steelers are 26th. I say it's going to be a really close game, but I think the Steelers are going to be able to stop like Kareem Hunt in the run game in the Browns. Really? Yeah. I'm going to go with the Browns. Uh, I'm going to be going with the Steelers. Steelers. I think the Browns offense is honestly kind of overrated with OBJ, Baker. They have the – I think it's the other way around, but that's my opinion. Okay, we're going two-to-one Steelers. We haven't seen that a lot from them. Yeah. Okay, we're going two-to-one Steelers, but I'm I'm taking Browns, of course. Taking Browns? Okay. I'm taking Steelers. Steelers. Love that defense there. Steelers won Browns. I like that. Two – this is a little bit closer game than the Packers Bucks, in my opinion, though. Yeah, this is gonna be a low scoring game, but it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, right. something that's gonna be probably another really close game: Bears Panthers. Gosh, I, I, this is this is a a bold, a really bold take, and I don't know if you guys are gonna like this or not, but I think if Christian McCaffrey sits out, they will win this game. If he plays, they are going to lose. First off, uh, for. Maybe right now because you don't want to rush him back from injury, of course. And Mike Davis has done a good job, so there's no need for a rush. Mm-hmm. But I do think when Christian McC- – I know – I think what you're trying to say is that right now – do you, do you mean that as in you don't want to rush Christian McCaffrey back or do you mean that because Mike Davis is better than Christian McCaffrey? This is another bold take. I think Mike Davis is a better oh team my player. God. No. I'm not saying better player. He okay. is better for the team than Christian McCaffrey is. Right. Right I now, I would say better yes, for the team. I think Christian McCaffrey is a better running back. They, know, the problem with Christian McCaffrey, listen to me. That Mike Davis doesn't. Listen to what me. What do you mean for the team? Listen to me. They they overuse Christian McCaffrey. They're like, we have to give him the ball. We're paying him a lot of money. He's the best in the league. They overuse him. I feel like with Mike Davis, they get more. They get the passing game involved. They they get more runs. They have better time of possession. That that's just that's just my take on it. And I just yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I see where you're coming from, but I, I'm going to be taking Chris McCaffrey any day over Mike Davis because I just think the Panthers have such a unique offense that I any running back kind of suits them. I'll take the Panthers over – I'll take Chris McCaffrey over Mike Davis for a different team. I just think Mike Davis fits in the system really well. Okay, really quickly. So would you suggest to trade Chris McCaffrey? 
if you were the Panthers, GM? Gosh, if how old is Mike Davis? I don't know much about him. I just know he's a really good running back. <laughs> if he, if yeah. he's a young running back, I would no, trade Chris older. McCaffrey no, for him. He's 27. He's 27. Oh, no, he's, not, he's been in the league for a while. Okay, yeah, then that's tough. But if my, let's just say Mike Davis was young, I would trade Christian McCaffrey for a really good defense. Or, or I mean, they, they could also have one-two punch that. Why don't Why don't you trade Mike Davis time. when Christian McCaffrey becomes healthier? What? Why that's a good shout too. Yeah, why don't you? Mike Davis would probably be a starter somewhere. Because again, I feel like Mike Davis fits better in the system. They, no, they, they're saying, three and zero. Just a one year. The record shows they are three and zero against with Mike Davis in their own two with Christian McCaffrey. Okay. Good point. But what if this good guy, point. this is what if this is one good year for Mike Davis? I mean, this is the first time I'm hearing of Mike Davis this year. Yeah, it's true. Me talking. Have you seen him for the past three The way weeks? he plays, though, it if doesn't look like a one type of player. I would trade Mike Davis. Exactly. He literally runs through. He literally runs I'm with Gil, though. I'm with Gil. I would trade Mike Davis. Keeps Christian McCaffrey. I mean, I, okay, I, but I would. So this is the only argument. They've played the Cardinals, they've played the, the Atlanta, who are just terrible. And then the, the the they've also played they've played the Chargers so they've played some de- decent defenses in their wins but now when Christian McCaffrey was playing in their losses Christian McCaffrey's played one game correct two games two games he's played he two injured, games. injured in the second I believe yeah I, I think you're correct on that that I'm trying to figure out who they played week one they played the Raiders yeah so the Ra- I mean that that's a that's a respectable loss they did just beat Kansas City Chiefs. And then they lost to the Buccaneers. So, I mean. Right, really quickly, yes. though, really quickly. How good is this Panthers wide receiver court? Because I only really know really Robbie good. Anderson as being the really good. Poster. I think it's, yeah, I, I only know Robbie Anderson, too. Actually. Have, do you okay, know, does Robbie what, Anderson, DJ Moore, and Curtis Sam. Oh, yeah, DJ they, Moore. Is he still hurt? Re- no, he's, he's back. He, there. That is. Really good trail. I think they're going to go a long way this season. Okay, so I think the Panthers are one of the better offenses in the league. I think Teddy Bridgewater is doing just fine. I mean, nothing exceptional, but he's holding down yeah. the Panthers pretty well. Yeah, he's playing really solid, consistent. He's yeah. not turning it over. This is That's... definitely one of the better offenses in the league. Yeah. I, w- I want to talk about the Bears for a second, obviously four and one. I, I just want to get your guys' opinion on Nick Foles because I think he's done a pretty bad job, if yeah, I'm being honest. As so, taking over so as QB. Are you guys just gonna? I think both. Are you guys just gonna say Mitchell Trubisky's better? Yes. No, I think they're both doing a pretty bad job. Mitchell That's Trubisky bad. did absolutely. Mitchell Trubisky did terrible against Owen Five Atlanta with the worst pass defense. Nick it, Foles comes in for like one and a half quarter and throws three touchdowns. I don't know where you're getting that from. It's 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 like who who's your better worst? Because Nick Foles, if you know what I mean, Nick Foles has five touchdowns, three interceptions. I think they're both mediocre. I, I don't think he's that good. Nick Foles has played against the best defense as one start, and also played against a really good Tampa Bay defense and beat him. I don't I don't see the problem with Nick yeah. Foles. I think, I think if you agree, they need a new quarterback regardless, because Nick Foles is fine. But if they want to be a playoff potential team, they don't want Nick Foles. They want a better quarterback. Mm-hmm. I think they were uh, I mean, harsh. The Eagles, Eagles didn't think Foles could do it, and Foles did it. So I'm, I don't know. I think Foles is good. Okay. But I'm, I'm going to take, I'm going to take the Panthers. I'm, I'm with Evan. I'm taking the Panthers. I'm all over the Panthers. I think Panthers are going to win by like ten. Yeah, but then I, I like Allen Robinson that got on the Bears. I think he's one of those players who's getting his maximum potential is getting hindered by his quarterback. His quarterback just had a really unfortunate. Okay. Mr. Quickly, Nicole, but he's an amazing I think, I think we got those predictions down for this game. 
Yeah. Let's go on to the Cowboys Cardinals so we can have some time for fantasy wire and maybe, maybe we can fit in some NBA finals. Okay. I want to start with the Cowboys. Cowboys are going to lose because the Arizona Cardinals have a win on their, on their schedule. So I'm going with the Cardinals. That's all you got? Yep. That's all I got. All right. <laughs> I'm going to be taking <laughs> the Cowboys. But I won't be. I'm not. I'm not going to be disappointed. I'm not going to be upset if the Cardinals win because they they are on paper going to the better team. But I I think Vegas. I'm looking at it right now. Vegas has another 54 percent chance to win. And but Kyler Murray, I don't think he's done. Actually, I I don't think he's um going to obliterate the the defense. I think Kenyon Drake and whoever their other running back is who played this week is going to obliterate our defense. I just don't think Kyler Murray is going to do much. He's had six interceptions, eight touchdowns. Yeah, I don't I think, see. I think people are going to be surprised on how close of a game this is going to be. Because <laughs> I'm just saying, I think Andy Dalton's going to do well. What I saw from me too, him. me too. And I mean, I of think course, we're going to have defense is a dumpster fire, right? But it's going to be two high-scoring teams. Yeah, I'm going to give you a bold take too. I think I'm say Cardinals, is, but it's going to be a really close game, I think. Zeke's going to get yeah. 200 scrimmage yards. You said that last week, and he does. Yeah, I think Zeke's going to get 150 scrimmage yards. That's what's going to happen. He said week. that against the Seahawks and had like 40. I know. I didn't know your Seahawks defensive line would, and linebackers were so good at they stopping good. the run game. It's just that the, no, they're good the at Seahawks stopping the run game. And they, they suck at the pass game. They don't suck. Yeah. They're just not as good. Okay, not a bold take. I think Zeke's not going to do much. I think CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup, that wide receiver core is going to do Amari Cooper. A lot. And what was going yeah, on Schultz last week? I had him on my fantasy team thinking – Oh no! Don't don't take him on your fantasy team. Why? I thought Dak was going to target him more, and I know Dak's out now. But it seemed like he tried to pass to Dolan, but every pass to him just kind of went either over his head or as a drop pass. The Cowboys don't use their tight. I mean, ever since Jason Witten left, they're not really using the tight end too much. They just yeah. use him as a blocking. Yeah. So I wouldn't take him as a consistent okay. tight end. So we have time for fantasy wire and hopefully NBA. You guys ready to move on? Yeah. Okay, I'm ready for Evan's Fantasy Wire Pick of the Week. He's been saving Okay, so this is a one-time pick. This is not a full-season pick. This is like, okay, I I need a win in week six. I am going to get a win with the star quarterback, Ryan Fitzmagic, the guy, (laughs) the legend. (laughs) Okay, listen, listen. He he played – he has played – okay, week one against New England, he had five points. Terrible, but then look, week two, three, four, five. He's had over 21 points every single week. He's gone 24, 25, 21, 27. Those are really strong numbers. There's no denying that whatsoever. And then next week, he plays the worst defense, the New York Jets, a terrible defense. And then he has a bye, and then his schedule gets harder. What if you need to win next week? Pick up Ryan Fitzpatrick. You know that now that you said that, I might actually pick him up because I got to Sean Watson and he's playing a pretty Tough team, I believe. I, I'm, I'm going to pick. He's his position rank is number seven. He is the seventh best fantasy quarterback. He's averaged twenty points a week, including a five point week. That is really good. And he's only rostered in twenty percent of leagues. He is yeah. a guaranteed pickup for me. I'm picking him up after the Tuesday game, but because I, I, I can't pick him up yet. But yeah, okay. that's what I'm picking up. My fantasy wire pick is going to be Justin Herbert. It's going to be opposite to yours, Evan, because he has a bye week next week. He's going to be more long-term quarterback for you. Seeing him play yesterday and scrambling in the pocket, making that throw on the run to Keenan Allen, I'm pretty sure, that just seemed like a veteran play right there. Like it seemed yeah. like 
He's playing the Saints, which is what one of not one of the pretty good, pretty good, pretty pretty good secondary. Yeah, Marshawn Lattimore. I and the thing is, I think Justin Herbert has definitely taken the spot of what was Tyrod Taylor. Feel bad for the guy because it wasn't even his injury; it was a self-inflicted right through someone else, and it was like a pain medication, right? But Justin, that's how most injuries are. Yeah, he definitely took this spot, and I think he's going to score 20-point-plus consecutive for weeks. Yeah, I, I I agree. I'm looking at his stats right now. He's had yeah. three out of the four games with over 20, 22 points. Like, yeah, and a good. little fun fact before we move on to his odds fantasy wire, he was the first rookie quarterback to throw for four touchdowns on Monday Night Football. I'll just leave you with that for the fantasy wire pick. Zob, what do yeah. you have for yours? Okay, so I'm gonna give you guys two two players, and I, I you can hold them for as long as you want. There might be some matchups where they're not gonna look too good, but there will be some where they'll shine. And I'm gonna give you my first player. He had four touchdowns this week. He's a star in the making. His name is oh my gosh, I'm, Chase Claypool. I'm, what a surprise! Claypool. I'm flaking on his name. Sorry, <laughs> Claypool. He, he um, for the Steelers. I think he's. He's got a lot of upside. One week, one week done sort of situation though. Like, give us some reason why this is not the. No, because I I can see his foundation. I see his um his route running, his catch making abilities for the fifty fifty ball, and I think he's gonna be a. I think he's gonna be really good. What what defense do you think, or Evan Azad or Evan, whichever one? Yeah. Do you think Jason Claypool, or I don't know his first name, but Claypool, when playing a better defense, what 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 team did they play? Week five. Oh, oh, they. Okay, uh, uh, Gil, I'm gonna say this before I answer your question. Yeah. He's inconsistent, and it, it's not against bad teams. It's it's just a. I just feel like it's his amount of targets. He's he's done bad against New York Giants. He's done good against Denver. He's done bad against Houston. And he's done good against Philadelphia. There's not really a there's not hmm. really a correlation. It's just. It's like he just randomly does good and bad. And for me, I mean, will, I he might get more targets, though. After seeing this week, um, yeah, that's what I'm might be, we need to use him more. So maybe we don't, Maybe you can pick him up and maybe bench him for a week to see how they use him. But for mm-hmm. me, he's very risky. He's up and down. He's, he's, not, he's not trustworthy for me. Okay. Yeah, I, I see that. But that's the gamble you're taking. If you want yeah, to, that's you a way to play, play big to – you know, got to make yeah. big risks to win. <laughs> yeah. All right. I, uh, and the second I'm taking oh, – sorry. You go. You, go. you, you said that. The second that. player I'm going to take is Alexander uh, Madison. He tore up mm. the Seattle defense. I think I, he's a I great – Yep. Uh, okay. Okay, this is the problem with picking him up. He had 16.6 points. He had 112 yards. That's really good. But he's just – if Dalvin Cook plays, he doesn't, he doesn't play much. And I'm – yeah, I'm I just, know, of course, but Dalvin Cook's probably out for next week. He's questionable. He's not out. It's – I don't know. I feel like if, if you were to pick him up, it means you're desperate for running back. It's not really – I don't know. I know it, but it, Dalvin it, most Cook, likely doesn't mean you're a good team. Gil, what's your I think a lot of people are desperate for a running back. an extra player. That's why That's why people listen to waiver wire. Yeah, but I, for me, I wouldn't trust him as a, a solid running back. He's going to get me 10, 15, 20 points. I, I, I don't take that. Okay, I'm going to guess a bad defense, I'd take him. I'm going to cut people off. We need to get down to business for the NBA finals if we want time. Mm. We're going to make this a, sw- a little quick segment to let you guys get on with your day. 
But what do you guys have with the NBA Finals? We said that the middle guys would have to show up for the Miami Heat, and clearly they lost just because of that. I mean, Jimmy Butler having an insane game, game five, I'm pretty sure, right? He just tore it up. Yeah, he was yeah so I called it. Called it. He only sat out for 48 seconds, right? Yeah, so yeah. call Jimmy Butler game five. Yeah, yeah so I, I'm, I, I just want to start by saying, uh, you can check. I, I, I actually tweeted Lakers and six round MVP a couple, like a month ago or like before the season started. So I thought this would happen. It was pretty predictable. And I, a lot of people are going to say LeBron didn't deserve MVP. Uh, LeBron definitely deserved MVP. I don't know what anyone's yeah. talking about. He had 40 points in the game. He, he was amazing. He, oh, my God. He was amazing. I mean, he's LeBron. Anthony Davis is great, but LeBron was amazing. LeBron's LeBron. And then Jimmy Butler, he's, he's human. You can't expect him to play 47 minutes every single game. You got to have Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, Jay Crowder. They got to step up. They didn't step up the whole series. And LeBam out of DeBio kind yeah, of stepped up. You can see that with the hurt. coach, right? Because he's so emotional. He's like, I really only had Jimmy Butler, right? He's yeah. the one who only showed up. Well, on the Lakers, they had like LeBron, Anthony Davis, KCP was making some clutch shots. Rondo, of course, he was amazing. Yeah, Danny, the, the, <laughs> Danny Green even hit some shots. Danny Green, the man, the legend. He should have got MVP. He didn't get <laughs> I mean, he missed a wide open three ball in game five, but like you missed. You can't make them all. You can't make them all. You forty percent good shooter. Here's the thing: I think the Heat for next season, they just need to build on the staff they have and just get more consistent players. Because that's going to elevate Tyler Hero. Gil, what you said there could not have been more perfect with the consistency of the players. That was very well said, Doug. Because they do not have consistent players. Not at all. At least most of the time, what I've been watching. During, I mean, throughout the playoffs, they they were very consistent. And then when the finals came, even though they were a good team, they were just very inconsistent with making shots. I don't know why that was. Maybe they're tired. That could be because they're playing a Western team and we know the East is kind of weak. Yeah. That could be because that's what a lot of people are saying, too. It's about making their shots open or defended. It doesn't, I mean, it doesn't matter what team you're playing. Yeah, but it it could be the pressure of the finals, but they, they, I don't know. They had an easy route compared to the Lakers who had to play the Blazers, then Rockets, then Nuggets. They they uh, they had the, they had the easy route. I, I think that. he had the easy route. Milwaukee Bucks is not easy. Yeah, they, they, they the Milwaukee played team. so bad though. They played so it doesn't bad. matter. They played horrible. I'm gonna have one more question to wrap it up, okay? Just so we stay in our time limit. Hmm. What? do you think is going to happen to the Lakers next year? Are they going to stay powerful or are they going to lose some pieces? They're going to stay good. Stay they powerful. Pieces, but they'll stay just as good. And they, I, mean, they, who, I think they're going to win next year. That's my early prediction. Now, I, I'm going to give you my top five uh, Western teams next year, like how I think the seed's going to go. I think the Warriors are going to take the one just because with Steph and Clay back and they're going to get a high drop pick. And I got Lakers at the two. I'm going to take Clippers at the three, Mavs at the four. Rockets at the five. I don't know about the Clippers. I think the Clippers, sad to say, they're going to fall apart. They're losing their yeah. coach. Maybe OKC Paul will George. be the th- three. Paul Who knows? Wire done after next season. I think this is their last season to do it, right? But the thing is, yeah, they're going to do it, right? They're, they're going to be worse than this year. And this, they risked everything on the line, right? They yeah. traded their first-round draft pick for the next eight years, you know? Like, they're insane draft picks. So, they kind of sold. They sold out. And it kind of – it hurts. It hurts to do that, right? And it, it hurts I, I, the organization. I agree with you. It's actually – I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to put the Nuggets at three, Mavs at four, OKC at five because they have, like, what, 17 first-round picks over the next three years? 
guys, that, that's a pretty if bright future. Next year, though, I'm talking Clippers four. Four or like five. No, nah, Clippers six, probably. No, Clippers four or five. Do you think they're better than the Mavs, OKC, Nuggets, Lakers, Clippers? I think they're Nuggets, better than Lakers. I think they're better than Mavs. Mavs are better a than terrible Mavs. team. They're not. Okay. You guys, you guys, you guys not, don't. I, no, you guys don't mean Zod, that. Zod, Zod, they, they did nothing in the playoffs, okay? No, I'm kidding. What do you mean? So they did nothing? They, they did, did so nothing. good. 21 year Luka Doncic in a game winner in overtime. Porzingis got hurt. There were some bad calls in that game, too. Wow, Dallas did good. Porzingis got hurt. (laughs) They did good, good, though. They might just be the best Dallas team. I don't know. I don't know. They probably are. Yeah, because Dallas Dallas is kind of bad at sports, so I can agree with that. They're bad at football, obviously. Pretty good at basketball. They they know a thing or two with Dirk. Oh, yeah, they're a hockey team. Didn't they just win? No, that was Florida. Yeah. Oh, okay. They will, okay. I don't okay. know much about hockey. <laughs> okay. To end up the segment, though, are we done with all NBA finals? I think we put everything out on the table right there. Yeah. I think all we're right. good. Wrapping it up. My Thanks name is Gil, and I'm joined with Evan and Azad on another week of Power Predictions. Catch us next week on 8 to 9, same time if you're listening in the car, or you can check out our Spotify, and we have all of our other episodes. Thank you for joining. We'll see you next time on 88.9 The Bridge.